Welcome to Have the Edge podcast for business leaders and entrepreneurs. Every week we share content to add value to you and your business. Today we will discuss a topic that you do not want to miss. Your hosts today are experienced coaches, speakers and trainers from Have the Edge. Please check out business services we offer by visiting www.havetheedge.org. Are you an entrepreneur? Visit our website to subscribe to Entrepreneur Space. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today. As always, it's my pleasure to be able to join and spend time with you. I really appreciate the opportunity. It's always good to be here. The first time I read about the five levels of influence was in the mid-90s in Dr. John C. Maxwell's book, Developing the Leader Within You. Some of you might be familiar with his work. He later expanded on this idea in a subsequent book, The Five Levels of Leadership. His work is the basis of what I'm sharing with you today. I'm proud to say that he has been one of my mentors and a very good friend for years. You know, there was a time when most of us used the terms leadership and management interchangeably, wouldn't there? There were lots of books and trainings on management, but the topic of leadership was, was maybe a bit underserved. And it's probably because the conventional wisdom didn't really make the distinction between the two. As we learn more about effective leadership, many people have begun to recognize the important differences between leading and managing. We've come to learn that you manage things, but you lead people. After all, who wants to be managed? I don't know anybody who does. You sometimes hear about born leaders. And to be sure, there are some people who, because of their personality and disposition, seem to be much more charismatic and to whom others are naturally drawn. The good news is that leadership is actually a learned skill. This means that even those of us who don't consider ourselves born leaders can learn these skills and can become quite effective leaders. You know, I've been seriously studying, studying and applying leadership principles for about 30 years, and I wanna share some of those learnings as well as the scars with you. Some of what we'll discuss, you may already know and may already be doing. In those cases, my goal is to help you by offering tools and insights that might help you do it better. There will probably be some things that you hadn't heard of or thought about before. We'll talk less about techniques and more about principles. Techniques come and go, but principles are time-tested. Techniques can be perceived as manipulative. We're not about manipulating, we're about engaging. That's certainly not to say that this will all be theoretical. We'll talk about principles but more importantly, we'll talk about how they can be applied, specifically how you might apply them starting today. So if you're a note taker, I suggest you sharpen your pencil. We'll be sharing some good stuff that you might want to refer to later. What I'm going to share with you today, the five levels of influence, is really one small segment out of a four-hour leadership and action training session that I run. If you'll take a moment to think about it, influence is everything, isn't it? For example, sales is influence. Our ability to close a deal depends a great deal on how we influence. I teach a 16-hour course on sales that shows we actually only have about four seconds to make an impression. The impression we make will either reward us well or will haunt us for a very long time. Leadership also is really nothing more than influence. There's an old proverb that says something to the effect that he who thinks he's leading, but has no one behind him, is only taking a walk. 
one of the important keys to effective leadership is to understand the levels of leadership as Dr. Maxwell describes them. He makes the point that everything rises and falls on leadership. That's to say, anything good or bad that happens in an organization or a team can be attributed to the quality of the leadership. So before we start, maybe just a few insights about influence. First and foremost, everyone influences someone. I'll say it again. Everyone influences someone. You know what though? We often don't know who or when or how much we influence. I don't know about you, but I'm amazed when I hear from someone tell me years later that they remember something I said or did that changed the way they think or act. I'm sure you've experienced the same thing. That's just the tip of the iceberg though. For everyone who's ever told you later how much you've influenced them, there are so many more who you never hear from, but in whose life you've had a tremendous impact. I found that the absolute best investment in the future is a proper influence today. This is true in our organizations, among our team members, with our families, and especially with our children. We said a few moments ago that the really good news is that influence is a skill that can be developed. And as we go forward, I'm going to be using the word leader and leadership, but we can easily substitute the word influence. And to make it easier to remember these five levels, each of the five levels is a P word, as in the letter P. So level one, the P word is position. This is the basic entry level of leadership. At this level, the only influence you have comes from your title. The title comes with some authority. I usually make the distinction here between a boss and a leader. A boss drives workers. A leader comes alongside and coaches them. A boss depends on authority. A leader depends on goodwill. A boss inspires fear and you know what, might even use that as a strategy. Whereas on the other hand, a leader inspires enthusiasm. A boss says I a lot. A leader has a tendency to say we. A boss tries to fix the blame for the breakdown where the leader fixes the breakdown. A boss knows how it's done, a leader shows how it's done. The thing that makes a person who's leading at this level, this, this positional level secure, is his or her title, not talent. This level is almost always gained by appointment. Someone higher up confers the title and gives authority. Here's what's interesting. People will usually not follow a positional leader beyond his or her stated authority. That is to say, they'll do what they need to do, but not very much more. Real leadership, though, is more than having authority, and it's more than having the right technical training and following the proper procedures. Haven't we all seen circumstances in which to fill a leadership vacancy? The most highly skilled technician gets the role. That is sometimes not the best strategy. Real leadership comes from being the person that others gladly follow. Think of it this way. Leadership is more about who you are than what you do. Not surprisingly, positional leaders have more difficulty working with volunteers, working with professional white collar workers, and working with younger people. Level two, the P word is permission. Leadership is getting people to work for you when they don't have to. This only happens when the leader climbs to the second level of leadership. Here, 
we gain permission to lead from those actually being led. I know you've heard this Teddy Roosevelt quote before, but I'm going to say it again. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Another way of saying that might be leadership begins with the heart, not with the head. Leaders on the position level, level one, often lead by intimidation. By contrast, leaders on the permission level lead through interrelationships. The pendulum starts to swing away from everyone meets the leader's needs and towards meeting the needs of those being led. People who are, are not able to build solid, lasting relationships pretty soon discover that they're really not able to sustain long, effective leadership. And the importance of connecting cannot be overstated. Level three, the P word is production. On this level, hey, good things are happening. Goals are regularly achieved, morale is high, turnover is low, the needs are being met. Whose needs? Well, both the company's and the people's needs. A momentum of success starts to develop and problems are being solved with, with less effort. There's a major difference now between level two leadership and level three leadership. On the permission level, it's all about the relationship. There's, there's really no other objective. On level three, the relationships form the foundation for achievement. As much as people like to get together, they tend to prefer getting together to accomplish something important. At this level, admiration grows because the leader is seen as someone who helps the team achieve significant results. When I teach this in the electric power industry, I pause here for a moment to get the group to reflect on the work they do. I asked them, how would they describe their work to a new neighbor who moves in next door? This is sometimes a challenge for them. I don't know if you know many people in this field, but they tend to be modest, unassuming people. A lot, of, uh, a lot might be the nature of the work, but we tend to collect a lot of people who are very high on the C scale. Their work is very technical and, and they usually don't think that they can adequately tell someone what they do in a short sentence or two. And they wouldn't dream of describing their job in any way other than a completely adequate way. So their tendency is to mumble something about working at the local power plant. I give them a few minutes to think about it and then I offer them this input. I tell them that they actually provide a vital, life-changing, life-saving function to the community. I tell them that they produce a product that people absolutely cannot live without. I remind them they do this all day, every day, every year, including holidays and weekends. People will give up a lot in their lives to pay their electric bill. So when you go home tonight, you turn on your lights, cook your dinner, watch TV, remember to take a moment to silently thank those who keep the electricity flowing. Well, similarly, I invite you to think about your work and your contribution to your community and to your industry. I'll bet, I'll bet if you put false modesty aside, you'll see the importance and the significance of the work that you do every day also. And if you haven't already done it, isn't that insight something you can build a vision or a mission statement around? Just think about that. Level four, the P word is people development. How do you spot a leader? Well, leaders are recognized because their people consistently demonstrate superior performance. A leader is great not because of his or her power, but because of his or her ability to empower others. 
In fact, one of a leader's main responsibilities is to develop others to do the work. Loyalty to the leader reaches its peak at this point when the follower has personally grown through the guidance and the mentorship of the leader. Note the progression. At level two, the follower loves the leader. At level three, the follower admires the leader. At level four, the follower is loyal to the leader. This loyalty is won by helping the followers grow personally. Notice I said superior performance, not superior results. And you might ask, what's the difference? Well, performance is bigger than results. Results are the ends achieved. Clearly, this is important, but it's even more important to achieve the results through the right behavior. Results are only part of the performance equation. Behavior is the other part. High performance means that I've achieved the result I'm looking for while exhibiting the behaviors that I value. So here's some questions for you to consider. Which comes first? Should I work on results first and then modify behavior? Or insist on the right behavior at all times, which with practice and maybe a few missed goals will eventually bring results. Which is easier to change? Which brings the longest lasting results? Finally, level five, the P word is pinnacle. This is a level that really very few people achieve. Only after a lifetime of proven leadership can a person reach this level. These, these are the leaders, the influencers who transform their countries. They transform their societies. Sometimes they transform the world. Can you name a few? Here's a, the few that come to mind for me. One is Nelson Mandela. Winston Churchill, Mahatma Gandhi, Martin Luther King. Now, these are societal leaders, but I'm, I'm sure we can think of technological leaders like, like Madame Curie, Louis Pasteur, Booker T. Washington, Thomas Edison, the Wright brothers. I could go on and on. These are people who, through their leadership, their influence, and their persistence, changed our world forever. Well, let, me, let me wrap this up by emphasizing that if you want to grow as a leader, if you want to raise your level of influence, it's important to know what level of influence you're on at the moment and to know and apply the qualities needed to be successful at each level. My challenge to you is to determine where you are on the influence spectrum. Compare that with where you'd like to be. If you're where you want to be, well, well done. You have nothing more to do than keep the passion and the flame alive. Keep doing more of what's working and be on the constant lookout for conditions that might change your position. If you're not yet where you'd like to be, get someone to help you understand what's holding you back and help you identify a way forward. There is so much more to say on this topic. We could have taken surveys to determine where we currently are. We could have included the key success strategies for each of the influence levels. But to be respectful of your time, we'll save that for another session. Once again, I appreciate the opportunity to spend this time with you. Thank you for listening to Have the Edge podcast. Please leave us a rating and a review. Visit our website at www.havetheedge.org to explore our business and entrepreneurial services. If you have any queries, please email info at havetheedge.org. And to keep up to date, please follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram.